Clouded Compass Podcast. This is Lori Smith, your host. I'm so excited today to talk to you about having fun with language. So today we're going to talk about being bodacious. And I want to ask you living, how you're showing up for it, what would you describe it as? Would you describe it as boring or stuck or maintaining or just getting by? Would you describe it as fulfilled? Would you describe it as joy, et cetera, and so on? That matters because that's going to inform how you live it. So I want to invite us to first pay attention to how we might describe it right now, where we're at, just how we are, how we're showing up. What color does it have? Like, What color is your life today? For so much of my life, it was really gray, honestly. There were, there were splashes of color here and there and that, you know, those dopamine receptors aren't going to last forever. <laughs> like they just don't keep going, going, going. That's why we use drugs because the drugs hit the receptor a little bit more quickly and more consistently than we allow ourselves to be hitting dopamine receptors with. But what, what color are you showing up in the world? I think today I'm a yellow. Many years I was gray. I want the full fucking color of the rainbow in my life. Because if I don't, I forget there's other colors. What taste is your life? You know, are you showing up today like a cupcake or are you showing up today like a serving of vegetables? I can tell you when I was young, my mom gave me Brussels sprouts. I threw them up on the table. She didn't believe that I really couldn't eat them, but she did then. I've had a lot of Brussels sprouts in my life. I bet you have too. <laughs> it's not that the Brussels sprouts were necessarily at fault. It's that my own body rejected that are you vegetable? Are you like Harry Potter's jelly beans with like booger flavored, you know, life today? Like what, what flavors your life? When I ask you this, where do you feel this in your body? Like, where does your body tighten up or where does it relax? Do you live your life like a wet noodle? Hardly any of us do because we don't give our self permission to consider that that's actually an option. Why? Well, we don't really value <laughs> wet noodle type living in this world, but why not? Do you know what a wet noodle does? Like, just think about that. Okay. So I have worked in mental health, but I've also worked in physical health. I was a certified diabetes educator for 10 years. So I'm very well aware. And now I know about trauma. So you really need to consider that what you're doing today isn't just for today. It's an investment in how your future is going to go. And, and some days the days are gray, but I invite you every day to bring color into your world, to bring flavor into your life, to live bodaciously, to dare to be all of you. Here's why. Because when you do, you give that gift to the world. I know that we don't think we have a lot of value. I know that we don't think we have something to offer the world. Here's a sidestep for people who don't really want to be in the spotlight like me. I don't want you to love me. I mean, that would be nice, but it's not me that has these genius words. 
these are coming out of me from things that I have learned from my spiritual beliefs, from something greater than me, moving through me to you. It is not helpful to you or me if I block that. But how do we block that light? We block that light by our inner critic, by our micromanaging, by our staying small, by our living in the basement of shame. That really, really, really holds our nervous system hostage. And when I say nervous system, I'm talking about the fact that when you are in a chronic state of fear and hypervigilance and living from a lack, L-A-C-K mentality, your body tenses instinctually because that's a, that's a threatened state of living. The wet noodle is the exact opposite of that. But why don't we like those people? We don't like those people because they're being exactly how they need to be that day. And we're not giving ourselves that same permission because of all of our beliefs about what it means to be dare to be a wet noodle. I want you to pick a day this week and be a wet noodle. Like even if it's just for a couple hours, your nervous system will thank you. This is no different than the breathing I talk about that interrupts your survival brain. This is no different than the many vacations that I encourage you to take during the day where you close your eyes and you open them so that your brain can reassess. This is a way to remind your body and mind that you really are actually safer than you think. You just don't believe it. And and I'm not saying that there are not threats in the world. There very much are. And I have all kinds of buffers for them. And the world is scary. Like the world just is fucking scary. It's it's full of people's defensive behaviors. It's full of pe- people's innocently fake performance. It's full of, you know, um, this person's not going to like that. And, and I'm going to be punished because of this. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. That is part of it. But it is not the whole story. Find your tribe so that they can remind you that you are absolutely perfect, however you're showing up today, even if it doesn't look that way on the outside. Because from that state of trusting that you are allowed to be bodacious, allowed to be a wet noodle, allowed to have a good day, allowed to have a bad day, allowed to be brave, allowed to be vocal, allowed to take up space, allowed to not erase yourself, you will not actually probably be perpetuating false beliefs. What you might actually be doing if you live that way is inviting other people to trust themselves. And if I had a wish in this world, it would be that we trusted ourselves above all because we are the only ones that are living our own lives. Like there's nobody else that's gonna live my life for me. And they don't even, they, they only have half of the information anyway, because they don't really know what's been going on inside of my own brain and body for all of these years. And I didn't even wanna look at it. I'm a therapist. I'm a therapist who understands rationally these issues. And I, again, wasn't pointed towards the fact that this is, this is mind, body, and spirit. This is Soma. This is a spiritual soul wound that we all have going on. And when I say spiritual, I'm not talking religious. I'm just talking about that basic sense of trust in something that's got our back 
And if you don't have your own back in this life, then everybody else gets to take advantage of that. So whether you're being beaten physically and somebody else thinks that they're going to hurt you, yes, you will be hurt by that beating, but they don't get your thoughts. They don't get your joy. They don't get your secret rebellion that says, you know what? Beat me all the time. All, all Beat me as much as you need to, but you ain't getting my mind. You are not getting me to feel powerless and helpless and hopeless. I am not. But the only way that you are going to know that you're not hopeless, helpless, and powerless is when you start looking at harnessing your own power. And that's so scary. And I got to tell you, spoiler alert, you're going to be punished in the world for it. Look at everybody who's speaking out. Look at the cancel culture. Look at the erasing. So I, yes, that is happening. And the only reason I'm talking to you today is because somebody before you and somebody before me said something historical way throughout history, and it's in a book somewhere, and I learned from their experience. There are truth seekers in this world. I am well aware of many of them. They offer incredible assets and resources. Go read some Pema Chodron. Go, go read some Neil Donald Walsh, Marianne Williamson, the shamans of the uh, indigenous populations. They are not they are not the president. They are not the boss. They are not the performer, you know, the artist, the musician. Well, actually artists and musicians maybe, but they are the brave ones. My heroes went to prison. That's my worst fear. And today I was thinking about that. And I, you know what? I could, I am so much more equipped now to handle whatever the world throws at me because I have my own back. And you can, you can hurt me however much you want to. And I'm going to ask you to stop. I'm also going to ask myself to stop hurting me. I'm going to ask that sort of inner critic that says you don't have permission to live your life in yellow or being bodacious or being full color. Yeah, actually I do. Why? Because I'm the one making the rules and you don't really have to like my rules. I don't even have to like your rules. But collectively, I know that the truth in me will see the truth in you. But if we're not looking at the truth, if we're not looking at that deep level of connection that we all have together, we all bleed, we all breathe. If we're not looking at the fact that we're all really, really underneath dealing with all the similar pain points, then what happens is I become afraid of you. I become afraid of you. You become afraid of me. Then we're on high alert. Then our nervous systems go up. And then it's like the, the, the big thick wall and nobody talks to each other. And guess what? Then I act from that and I'm defensive instead of in a state of giving and receiving. We don't give and receive. That's so out of balance. We give, especially if you're a woman, you, you just vomit your power everywhere but we don't receive that juice that we need every day. And this is a way to receive it. Go back and redefine what your day, what color is it? What flavor is it? What does it fucking smell like today? I've had shit days for many of my years. I've also had days that just smell so sweet and vanilla and, and cupcake-ish. And I don't dig into that. We forget that. That has so much value. 
it retrains your nervous system. It gets to your brain. It makes your brain happy. And that is so much better for us. It's so much more nourishing that this, this is like eating a whole, whole, um, paleo meal. That's so full of nutrients and fiber and, and joy and taste and history, as opposed to a McDonald's hamburger. <laughs> we know that McDonald's hamburger is not healthy for us. We're going to eat it out of convenience. And then we're going to wonder why in 30 years we have high blood pressure. <laughs> this is exactly the same. Like we have to be healthy and well with what we're doing internally, or it will spill out, which is why I'm a big proponent of mental health services, finding the good fit and digging into how to find joy. And I know some ways. Did you hear me? I said ways. Not one way, not my way. I know how to help you find your way. Do you? If not, keep listening. Take care. And today, go feel some French toast living.